We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Tuesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast, Election Day. Also, uh... Statewide, well, I guess everywhere, but statewide, countywide, whatever you want to call it. Here on this Tuesday morning, all podcasts presented by Twisted Tea. And this podcast, as always, our friends at the Oxford Exxon. I'll tell you about them in a second. Ole Miss basketball knocking off Alabama State. And a uh, tighter one than expected. It was not uh, for sure until about five minutes to go in the game. Rebels win by 10. Talk about that a little bit today. Lane Kiffin spoke to the media yesterday. Did Kirby speak to the media yesterday? Yes. Okay. Kirby spoke to the media. Try to find something what, on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. We'll look said. at it. We'll figure it out. I'm sure everybody said really nice things and whatnot. So we'll go over all those things. Wayne did. Wayne was very complimentary and not even in any snarky way whatsoever. I mean, what is there to say? <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's smoke and mirrors. We're, we're going to go out there and we're going to kick their ass. I'll tell you. All right. We'll get into all that and more. Oxford Exxon, Oxford Exxon Podcast, Highway 6 West. The uh, location where you can see the, uh, the the great beer cave, the four, 34 degrees, all the alcoholic beverages in one place that you could want. Pick it up for the weekend. Ole Miss in Georgia, 6 o'clock. You probably need a little alcohol either way. They lose, they win, celebrate, drown your sorrows. Although, shouldn't be really sorrow with a loss. This weekend, Ole Miss and Georgia. Lunch specials, five sixty nine. Two sides bread, any size fountain drink. And then next week for ULM, an 11 a.m. kick. Go ahead and get that tailgating out of the way early as far as a catering, ribs, pulled pork, tons of options for you there at the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for my friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. Or uh, you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Got lots of interviews planned over the next uh, 24 hours or so, 30 hours. Uh, all of those will be joining on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102. Just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care. Everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care, pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, 
and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Don't forget, uh, and based on our numbers, you won't. We'll have a post-game show on Saturday. It's brought to you by Dead Soxy. DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE. Get 25% off the very best socks you'll ever put on your feet. You can uh, enjoy the no-shows while we still have this 80-degree weather in November. But the colder weather is coming, and they have all sorts of styles and colors, NIL collection, and more at Dead Soxy. I will have a post-game column up on Saturday as well. That's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, good luck. Contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at TMHomes.com or uh, call her at 662-567-2573. Yeah, I, uh, I dressed without going outside this morning and they went, oh, it is not. It is November 7th, but it is not November 7th weather today. I got completely tricked because it was pleasant you, yesterday. You dressed for the calendar. I did. I just assumed it was going to be similar to yesterday or the day before. and then You know, I had to have this conversation with my son a minute ago about assuming because I said, hey, what what are y'all wearing tonight? He said, we're wearing all blue. And I said, is your uniform clean? Do you know where it is? Well, I put it in the hamper on Friday. (laughs) Well, he goes, he goes, I just assumed that someone would do the laundry. Well, and I said, well, (laughs) I mean, you're probably okay. Let me go check. But. You know what they say about assuming. So, same to you. Who do they got today? Uh, Lafayette. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll go ahead and hit this off. It's it's 11 days away. You're going to the soccer game next week. ULM. I'm hoping, You're going to the soccer I'm game. I'm hoping that the soccer game gets either moved back or... Why would they do that? Because some of the Clinton kids probably were planning to go to the game. Oh, you think it really might get moved because of it? I mean, you could move the soccer game to like 4 o'clock. And okay. Everybody could go to the football game and then play soccer. But I don't know if they'd not. They'd have a hard time getting back by 4, though. Yeah. No, that's not know. doable. What's at 11? I mean, the, listen, I've seen ULM play. Uh-huh. You don't think this is a four-quarter street fight, as Freeze would call or as Cutcliffe would call it? I, I, <laughs> I mean, I expect Ole Miss to be sleepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't expect them to be unconscious. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see sloppy. It is going to be a really hard film study on Sunday or Monday for Lane as they get done with A&M and Georgia and what those guys look like. Yeah. And then they turn on the ULM film and go, hey, guys, we really need to lock in right here. And you go, no. Yeah. I, no. Lane's going to do that. We really need your energy thing Monday. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, you do get because Ole Miss has not done a very good job of getting their schedule like that. Where this the the crap game in Week Eleven is so nice to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get ready for the weird whatever, and then in case you missed it, not that anybody cares. Ole Miss and ULM next Saturday in Oxford. That's an eleven a.m. tip on SEC Network, I think. What time is the so the soccer games at what time? They're scheduled to start at one. Okay. For those who don't keep up with Mississippi high school soccer, and I realize there's many of you, uh, Clinton's the best program in the state. Clinton might be the best program in the country. Um, Tyler Wade and them do a fantastic. They're they're amazing. They're so good. I mean, they, it is. It's it's as close as you're going to see to high level college soccer at the high school level. Um, 
Oxford played them twice last year. My son plays for Oxford. Lost one to nothing in Clinton and probably Oxford's best game of the year. And then we played them in the playoffs and Clinton was clearly prepared. And uh, we lost five to nothing in the second round of the playoffs. Clinton went on to win the state championship. And uh, they make the return trip to Oxford next Saturday. And uh, the coach there, again, I think he listens to our podcast on occasion, was kind enough the next morning to send me a very nice note about about Carson and his development over the course of his sophomore year and that kind of thing. So it's a game that I'd obviously – it's on our calendar is one we'd like to watch. But as we always used to say, if you'd like to take advantage of those donuts in Clinton on Friday really heavily yeah. prior yeah. to Saturday's game. Yeah. Listen, listen, guys, if you're listening, I mean, there's no better pregame meal than donuts, Coca-Cola. Load up on the drive up. In fact, listen – I will I will send I'll make a payment down there to the Clinton Blue Sky. Uh-huh. You guys just stop in and get all you want. It's going to be open tab on that for They're covered for Clinton's Arrows <laughs> soccer players. Starting on Friday evening, the all glaze, the, way. the apple fritters. Oh, I mean load up. Get that chocolate chocolate icing, the chocolate <laughs> filling. You know what? Get a Snickers bar while you're at it and and Load up on, on, on carbonated beverages on that drive up. <laughs> just get his just, – just load up. <laughs> Amazing donuts at the Blue Sky in Clinton. So it's a home and home. Yeah. They're playing twice. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they played there last year. Oh, so I got it. Sorry. Back. I thought you meant in this year they're playing twice. Oh, Sorry. God, no. no. Thank God, no. So what time would you be done? Uh if they, if they start, yeah, by three. I mean, I, I could be back for a post game show. It'd be fine. I mean, look, if we're if we're talking about ULM past about three o'clock on Saturday, something went terribly wrong. Okay, I mean, let's be, be serious. We might just flip it then and just do the post game when you're done. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, I'll cover the game. You go to soccer. Well, and I can even pre-write a column to that one. I mean, I've done this. Uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, I've yeah, done yeah. this. I'll go handle to... all the intermediary interview crap, and then we'll start the post game whenever you're finished. I've I've done this long enough to uh to pre-write that column. I mean, I'm not the best, but I figure that. Well, Neil's out. already been polishing up the. Li- it's Egg Bowl week. You can throw the records out. No. Nope. They can get them. It, it, it's hey, you got to show up with your lunch pail and start roll on Saturday. You know what the column is for that day? What's that? Go bury them. Uh, and don't act like it's a big deal. Just go bury them. It's all a lot of scuttlebutt stuff, but you're hearing a lot about Arnett being gone right now. Okay. It's everywhere. Okay, so last night, for the first time, I heard two specific names. Now, I'm not going to dive into those names. It's not fair to those people because they're coaching teams. Yeah, sure. And I don't know that either would really want the job, but when it my experience has been when it gets to that place, there's something to it. The, hey, we're just going to fire the coach talk is a lot of times just kind of emotional. Yeah, yeah, sure. And you just sort of like whatever. But when you start hearing specifics, you're like, oh, things are happening behind closed doors. And things absolutely happen behind closed doors. Listen, the tampering portal, it happens in all. That's why when people are like, I can't believe that they called our offensive lineman or whatever. I'm like, oh, for the love of God, everybody's tampering. People tamper with coaches too. I mean, Auburn absolutely tampered with Lane Kiffin last year. Of course, I'm not criticizing Auburn. It's what you do. It's part of the job. There, There are clearly some feelers being put out. 
the last 48 hours have been the second name. Keep talking kind of fascinating because you had Burnside decommit yesterday, day before. Either way, I don't know. Last 48 hours. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. He, he's a guy they had put so much energy and sort of was the, 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 the cornerstone of that class in so many ways. You get this in-state kid, you do this, and he's going to be this, and everybody was pumping him up, and he decommits. And then you've got a fairly systemic message board response from writers, moderators, people that carry some sort of capital inside that fan base you know, you had started with Steve that day. We read the paragraph where he went, hey, really good post about, hey, if the Ole Miss beats them and does this, this happens. And they start laying out all these scenarios. And then it goes from there into last week of people with fairly prominent standing and start going, hey, we don't have enough money for this. We don't have the analysts for this. We don't have this. We're not – we're not – I mean, like everybody makes fun of like Coach 34 or whatever, but like the dude on the board was like, hey, we're in 2010 and they're in 2028 talking about Ole Miss because everything is Ole Miss. That's all – my God, it's – I mean, that that's all they care about. And it, it's just sort of this, and I don't know if it's purposeful, but it's a stepladder and it's step, 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 step that would lead to a change. And then you look back and go, Hey, here's all the reasons why not that what's Selman. Is that their AD? And it's Selman. Not that from Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Not that like it's set up in that way purposefully, but it almost feels like all of the um, foundation is being laid for that to be a possibility. But if you do it, you're saying so much about your program. All right, you know, screw it. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm going to tell you the two names I heard. Oh, okay. Screw it. Now you tell me whether these names make sense for the people and whether this moves the needle at Mississippi State. Okay? Okay. So let me be clear before anybody aggregates this and turns it into I report it. I'm not reporting a damn thing. If I were reporting it, I would write it and put it on X, Twitter, whatever, and go that way. Yeah, sure. Names that I heard yesterday. Willie Fritz, done a phenomenal job at Tulane. Does Willie Fritz move the needle at Mississippi State? Does it make sense for Willie Fritz? I think he was going to take the Georgia Tech job last year until it got out publicly. They wouldn't let him wait, right? And he wanted to coach his team in the Cotton Bowl, which was perfectly understandable. That was the historic Tulane team. Willie Fritz is a really good football coach. He's a developmental football coach, which is maybe what they need right now. Because you can do the whole, hey, if we just have more NIL, but you don't. So sure. figure out what you're going sure. to do That's at that like point. That's like me saying, if I have more hair. But, no, Willie Fritz is not changing the game in the SEC. I mean, he's relative to the conference. You know, Tulane was a bad American job when he took over. Did a really good job relatively raising them inside uh, that conference. Absolutely. So, yeah, it, it, his profile makes sense. Okay. His age is a negative. He's in his 60s, I believe. Yeah, I don't know if it's stirring up the fan base necessarily, but their fan base is loyal. That's not even really necessary. They yeah. get behind whoever they are. Sure. Okay. I mean, again, we can go, hey, that's not Nick Saban or Lane Kippen. Yeah, but they're not getting that guy. So look at who they can get. Yeah, I, I actually, I'm talking myself into Fritz a little as you talk. Go okay. Ahead. God, I hate doing this because this person's a friend. The other name is John Summerall from Troy, who's done a phenomenal job at Troy. Here's the where I come in on, on John. I don't know why John would take it. That's where I come in on John. As if, long as he believes he can continue to win at Troy. Now, we always do the get out when you can get out. Sure. But John but it, likes Troy. 
He's got hopes on other stuff. Troy's real solid. Uh, Troy's solid now. They're going to take and, and Troy. And again, this is not compared to Florida State, for example. This is compared to the rest of the Sun Belt. Troy's going to Troy's going to be okay. They're going to invest. And look, John's is is in line for the Kentucky job. Now, I don't know if that job opened up today. Would Kentucky have feelers from people that Kentucky didn't anticipate getting feelers from? Sure. And John's a development guy. He's a culture guy. He's a really good football coach. And would do a really good job in Mississippi and Alabama getting guys that they could get. I mean, he's their home run, frankly. Summerall's their home run. But you know what? Their their fan base would not view John as the home run, though. See, I think think Ole Miss doing what Ole Miss has done because of the way they react to everything. I I had no idea we were starting here. This is kind of interesting. The way that, that they react to what Ole Miss does. Mm-hmm. If Ole Miss were seven and f- or six and what are we six and four right now? Yeah. Six and three. Six and three. Or seven and well, however you want to do whatever. it. Whatever. Five and four. Let's, let's make Ole Miss five and four right okay. now for kicks and giggles. They would not even be thinking about firing Zach Garnett. Wouldn't he be on the table? Oh no no no. Wouldn't even be on the table. Hey Ole Miss is susceptible. Let's beat them. Is at home. Wouldn't even be on the table. They wouldn't even be thinking about it. It wouldn't even be a conversation. This is all about Ole Miss winning. I think Summerall is their home run, and if I'm Willie Fritz, the more I think about it, I take the state job. I've got my legacy. I did a hell of a job at Georgia Southern. I went took Tulane potentially to two access bowls in a row. I mean, that is beyond words on what that is from a job standpoint. Of course. And then I go get my paycheck. What's I'm he, in my 60s. What's he making at Tulane now? Two and a half? Maybe. Because, I mean, state will pay him more than Tech was going to pay him last year. I mean, I would think so. I would think State's paying five. Uh, I don't know if he got a raise after last year, but he was making 2.1 in last season. So somewhere between two and three. I don't know. He's probably, let's just call it two and a half for kicks and giggles. Sure. And that's good money at Tulane. But yeah, I mean, if someone offers you double that in Two and a half million dollars. That is the number. Okay. And the other name that is mentioned by media, it's being mentioned in our thread. I just didn't hear this name yesterday. Is Tom Herman, who's at FAU now, former Houston coach. Former that's the, the Tom Herman thing. And look, sometimes it works. That's the message board hope thing. Yeah, that's I, the Tom Herman's the message board. Oh God, we Tom Herman would do it. Got thing, and it's. He's this generation's Charlie Strong. You know, Charlie should pop up in every old Miss State job and go, "Hey, Charlie." I think that's what's going on with Tom Herman right now, not the Texas connection, just in general. Um, but you look from afar and look at what this league is doing and look at who they're hiring and look at how good it is from a – forget this season. I get that teams are weird and not everybody's perfect, but sure. program and money and just direction-wise yeah, sure, standpoint. Of course. And you just kind of look at it and go, you guys are selling on a lot of hope right now that because you got to get it right – or you fall into a place for the next five years that, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's there are no gimmies on that schedule. No god, none. You don't even get Kentucky every year now. Oh, they just kicked your ass. It's true. I mean, no. Next three, three, three Saturdays from now in Starkville is really fascinating because. 
Ole Miss goes in there and just methodically does what would be expected by everyone. Mm-hmm. On its way to an access bowl for the second time in three years. Mm-hmm. Assuming a win over ULM here. Sure. And not, I mean, if not, I'm not doing that post game show. It's yeah. on you. It's Assuming yours. a loss to Georgia and a win over ULM. Yeah. But if they beat Georgia, oh, God. Oh. And by the way, um, if Ole Miss beats Georgia, they'll be rooting for Ole Miss that night in the Egg Bowl, frankly. And they might anyway. That's the funny thing about that environment is they will want Arnett gone so badly. They might be pulling for a state loss. Why is he the fall guy? Hey, I'll deal with the Christmas with the idiot Ole Miss fan that I deal with my cousin. Like, no, 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 kick, kick our ass. Anyway, what's going to say is Parker, uh, why can't I remember Parker's last name? Stats of War on, uh, on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Parker's been on the show a couple times. Yeah. It's great. Just pull it. I, I, I retweeted it. Because other people take a, a screenshot of his graphs and then put them out as if it's theirs, which drives, Parker Fleming, drives me insane. Oh, that's crappy. Quote tweet. And say what you want to say so that Parker gets the engagement. Look at the graph on his. Got Ole Miss with the shot. He's projecting a 28-25 game. 27-24 game, whatever. He's got Georgia winning by three and a half points. Gives him a 60, gives Georgia a 60% chance. Just shy of a 60% chance. Yeah, gives Ole Miss just shy of a 41% chance of winning. I mean, that's interesting. And then he kind of dives into why. Someone questioned him, like, well, what, what's, what do you read from those numbers? And he laid out some of the reasons why the computer likes Ole Miss's chances. Interesting game. He says, this is, again, Parker, it's Stats O War on Twitter. If you don't follow him, if you're on Twitter or X, you should follow him. He's really interesting. He's computers. He's a self-admitted kind of computer nerd. If you're worrying about his fandom, he's a TCU fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he lives, not impacting the He lives out in the West. <laughs> he, he's just a great, great, great guy. Great guy. Really smart. You should follow him on Twitter and say something nice to him. Had Missouri close last week, too. It's a combination of Ole Miss-Missouri actually being pretty good and Georgia being very good, but not quite the flying death machine of the last two seasons. I like that term. Yeah, I Flying do. death machine. I'm going to steal that. A couple of things stand out. Ole Miss runs a ton, 5.1 percentage points more than the average team, and Georgia's rush defense comparatively worse than their pass defense. Ole Miss on early downs is crazy good, and Georgia is just okay. Ole Miss defense has been pretty stout on early downs and should match up well in that situation. Just interesting. Just, just interesting. I'll put that in the thread for anybody who's looking for it. Just give him a follow. He's he's um he's terrific. I pray for all of you in some world where that uh the, there was a message board thread talking about the game Saturday yesterday on the board, and the guy goes, "Yeah, Ole Miss is going to be down one with five seconds to go, and they're going to go for two for the win." And I thought. Oh. Everybody's gonna die. Like, just go ahead. I'm sorry. Get all the defibrillators out. All the the, the cardiac response situations. It's gonna be a very nervous message board if it is close in the fourth quarter. Oh, jeez. Rebels get the ball down three with about four and a half to go. I mean, that's what you that's what you play for. Oh, you play for those opportunities. And Lane would take that right now or oh, all day. Right now, all day. Give me the ball. Give them the ball. I don't care. Put me in this thing with five minutes to go, and let's see what happens. That's what you're, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to shorten the game yeah. and make it the game. where Every 10 minutes you're still in the game is less I got to win. Yeah. You So in, in your scenario, you don't have to be better than them for 365 days. You got to be better than them for five minutes. 
it's the basketball argument of hey, it gets down to like five to seven minute mark. Anybody can win that thing. Of course, basketball games are played in four minute segments. You want to keep winning four minute segments. You get it inside the last eight minutes, and you're in it. You're like, hey guys, we just got to beat these guys for eight minutes, mm-hmm. and then it's four minutes, and then it's inside those four minutes all the timeouts, and we it gotta, gets weird. We got to beat these guys for the next two minutes and fifteen seconds. We got to beat these guys two possessions. Mm-hmm. We need one stop. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you the psychology of it. Yeah. If it's, hey, we've got to walk in and be better than this team that's won 26 straight games, two straight national titles, All day. 42 out of 43, we've got to be better than them. Well, that's a lot to ask. You shorten it down. Got to be better than them for three hours. Mm-hmm. Got to be better than them for a half, a quarter, six minutes. Psychology. It's Human element easy. starts kicking in. Of course. Tightness. Mistakes. Yeah, of course. Stuff. All right. Podcast. Brought to you by uh, Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. It's unlike any hard beverage you've had before. Real brewed tea packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation. The perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching a bar, hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your game day experience and compliment your love for college football your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? These are some of the questions that can only be answered with the personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Seagull with Seagull Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great people, products, and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value might be. Shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville and Memphis and some in Indiana and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. The College Corner is uh, in Oxford now. Also, two locations in the Jackson area. If you're coming up next week for the ULM game, you're coming up for basketball games, you're just coming up to hang out. Stop by the College Corner. Great Christmas gifts there as well as we get into the holiday season. It's uh, in the Oxford Commons just off Sisk Avenue. You can also check them out at collegecornerstore.com. And uh, Game Changer Patches, speaking of uh, Chase's scenario on Saturday nights, that point, probably want to get your game changer patch you want to get that warm-up patch on so that um, the overtime patch can do its thing later um, it's all natural ingredients can keep you in the game ready for your next play gamechangerpatch.com promo code rebelgrove20 at checkout for 20 percent off your purchase Podcast also brought to you by prime shrimp primeshrimp.com seven different flavors available for you everything from your one style barbecue they got the garlic herb butter, the French core Alfredo, the lemon cracked pepper. So many different options. They're available with Prime Shrimp that deliver straight to your door. If you're in the 10 minutes, freezer to plate, take care of dinner when you're busy, lunch, great protein snacks, 
plenty of options there with Prime Shrimp, and we're going to help you out. Code RG, PrimeShrimp.com. You buy five different pouches, 25% off. You stock up on your favorites or try a little of everything. That is code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. Let's see. Uh, I guess we are talking Ole Miss, Georgia. Yeah, Lane Kiffin, very, uh, very much complimentary of the uh, Bulldogs yesterday. I mean, duh. I mean, I don't know how it, what in the world. The only thing I even found funny at all is he said he added drink was to the group that chat. Um, <laughs> said he couldn't get Kirby to talk. No. Do we think he actually texted in the group chat this week? I don't know. That. Lane was funny yesterday because he was as boring as humanly possible intentionally. No ammunition. Why, no jokes. Why would you? No give, sarcasm. Why would you give him a Well, because Kirby only needs a colonel. I mean, oh. he doesn't even need a colonel. We're talking about the program and the national title. They've won 100 in a row, and the guy goes, well, I mean, nobody believed in us. It's like, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? Literally everyone picked you. Because <laughs> the dude wasn't kidding. Kirby had convinced him that... Yeah. No, they think TCU is about to kick your ass. Yeah. It's like not a person in the owner. I mean, Dan Mullen on a Saturday morning picks Florida to beat Georgia. I mean, you would have thought you would have thought Santa Claus got shot. I mean, right there in front of the kids. I mean, but hey, look. Lane said this is I asked, Yeah, this this is this is interesting. I asked Lane. I said, "You know, you were at USC when y'all had the huge winning streak." 30-something in a row. You were in Alabama with Kirby at a time when you guys won 20-something in a row. He said 26. He'll yeah. take his word for it. And now Georgia's 26 in a row. 26. I said, how do you fight complacency, boredom in those scenarios where you're just winning every week and you're always the big game, right? Game day coming to campus is not a big deal anymore. Um, the Being the national game of the week or whatnot, is not a big deal anymore. The other team t- turning you into their super duper bowl is not a big deal anymore. It's every week. How do you do that? He said, it's about coaching. Great coaching. Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, and now Kirby. It's great coaching. It's the ability to go, I got to find something to motivate my team. And to manage it when they're not. Yep. We're gonna just figure it out. We'll like when they play it. Charleston Southern or something, it's like, okay, all right, we're gonna we'll figure out something to some internal thing. But I've got to find external things, and if I have to make them up, I'll make them up. So Lane's not about to give him. One. And your one benefit is you have better players. So if everybody's sleepy, you win. Yeah. But you know, Kirby's been in this league for a long time. He played in this league. He's coached in this league at multiple places. He knows what this league's about. You you can't you can't be asleep. Saturday night against a good old Miss team. You'll get burned. And he knows that. I guess I didn't pick up that was another shot at Jimbo. It was. Yeah. It was one last shot at Jimbo. Last week we played, you know, elite players. This week we're playing elite players with the elite coaches <laughs> on the road. I'm like, okay, just one more. All right, get it out. Are we done? And then he literally went, you know, but it's time to turn the page. It's time to move on. And then he did. And he did. Like, okay, we're done with that for a while. It was really two after the game. Because, again, on Sunday, he said, hey, A&M's really close to a breakthrough. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. commend them for their... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. It'll be five years, and it'll come up, and I will still laugh at him going, yeah, I mean, Jimbo was talking about being mold eligible, so that'll be awesome for him if they can, if they can get there. I mean... <laughs> 
I mean, can you imagine if if A and M loses to State and then beats Abilene Christian to get the sixth win and Lane gets wind of it? That would be a funny comment. I just wanted. To, he literally might congratulate them on the in the. In the I want to congratulate them for getting bowl eligible. Yeah, that's when I'll just. <laughs> I just. I'm just. I, I, I have held my laughter long enough. I'm now disrupting your press conference with laughter. <sighs> he knows I laugh because he won't when he does that stuff. Can't he look, look at he you. looks the other other side of the room. We always sit in. We, we don't have assigned seats, but we all sit in the same places. Kind of ants a little bit. You just go. Like, so he he looks to the other side whenever he does the dry stuff. Because I'm not sure everybody in that room gets it. No, there's some literal nature to it. Of yeah. Him. Oh, he was complimenting Texas A&M there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he wasn't. Not 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 not, not really. <laughs> But I've been good so far about not laughing out loud. He got a lot of the same questions yesterday that he's been getting for weeks because they just keep winning these games with adversity and all that stuff that is going on. And it was more of that yesterday. Yeah, um, there wasn't a lot to it. Kind of had the same answers about, hey, you know, glad we figured out some culture stuff, some chemistry stuff out of the portal. It's hard to do. I mean, I will say this because I had this conversation with a buddy last night. Is it year over year where we don't know, or do you I mean do you think it's literally possible for Lane to have found not a system, but a better understanding of what will create a roster like this? Yeah, you think it's somewhat yeah, because I think the you, ability to, to to replicate. I think he goes back and looks at the twenty twenty two roster and he sees where they made mistakes, and he looks at the twenty twenty three roster and he sees where they didn't, and so he knows there's a certain type of kid that you're after. I mean, he talked about older sample sizes. He talked about Trey Harris yesterday. I thought it was interesting that when they brought him in and talked to him, he's like, oh, we really we, this, we, no, we need to get this done. Because before that, there were other guys they liked too. Yeah, he was a good player, he said. That turned him into an elite player. Yeah. I mean, he loves Caden Priestcorn. Why? Stop, I mean, Caden's not the top tight end on the board. He loves uh, Jordan Watkins. Jordan's not a surefire NFL wide receiver. What does he love about those guys? Character, work ethic, maturity. Caden Priestcorn got asked about last season's record, which there are some in our media, and I'm not criticizing. Everybody's got some people have story counts, right? Got to have multiple stories. You were eight and one last year. Half the roster wasn't here, and guys like Priestcorn, like I didn't, I was not involved. I wasn't involved. And last year's totally different than this year too. It's totally different. The rest of the schedule last year was tricky. The rest of the schedule this year should not be tricky. Yeah, they have one titan of a game just like they had last year. And I, I thought that was Lane's understanding of the exact – because I, I think the question was asked in a way that is not what the reporter meant. But I thought Lane's answer was him fairly locked in and going, no, I mean, you're you're wrong here. It was the question about – is there anything you can take from the bad ending last year? And he goes, well, I mean, going into this week, we played Alabama, and we played them well. We had the ball in the end zone on the final play. Yeah. We just lost. Now, if we do that Saturday, it's relevant next week on how we recover from that. Right. But, no, but he's like, we, we did well against Alabama last week. But the difference last year was you, you didn't really have a lot of time to recover from the Alabama game, and you went on the road 
to play a team having senior night mm-hmm. that was not a bad football team, and they played their very best game of the season. Yeah, you're in Fayetteville instead of ULM at home at 11 a.m. The team, and I realize that they're not a great team, but they did have KJ Jefferson, and they did have Rocket Sanders, and they did have a bunch of seniors on that defense. That that was their last game in Fayetteville, and they were dialed in. And they played really, really well, and they punched them in the face, and that was that. And then the Mississippi State game was this inexplicable thing that sort of happened. And there Still was, one of the strangest games because it was almost like they lulled them to sleep. Ole Miss was up, and the fire extinguisher, yeah. and it just felt sleepy but a win, and then all of a right. sudden, pow, 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 pow. And this is different. This is totally different. You're going to play ULM. You're going to win. It might be sloppy. It might be Ole Miss favored by 37, and they only win by 29. I don't know. It's going to be whatever. But – They'll be ready for Mississippi State because the odds are they'll know exactly what's on the line that day, and they'll be dialed the hell in on it. Totally different deal. They'll get a win, get back in the top ten. Yeah, go to an access bowl. Yeah, that's why he's when he said yesterday's house money. I totally got it. I've had some people kind of. Well, he said the same thing we're saying is there's no negative. No. Because somebody said, how does this compare to the other huge games you've played at other at other programs? And he's like, it's not those teams were equal and you've had I so a re- negative. I so respected that answer. He said, Well, it's not really the same at all. We're kind of going over there with house money. I don't have the exact quote in front of me. We're going over there with house money. Just see where see what happens. And he's right. Because I mean, again, to not to be overly repetitive from Monday's show, but a win doesn't put you in the playoff necessarily. I mean, it might certainly gives you a much better chance than a loss does, but it's not a guarantee. And he was asked about the playoffs. He said, we don't talk about it. It's not what we do. Jared Ivey said the same thing. We, we don't really talk about that. We just focus on the game at hand. It's where he's really grown as a coach, other than Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Ole Miss not include all the questions in the transcript? I don't think so. I think yeah. they cut some of it short. I'm noticing. I mean, it was fine. There was not. There wasn't enough. He would. He they cut that quote about. That's a next week question, and then there was something else, and they cut. They it cut too. the one you're talking about. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I was just looking for the exact. I'm I'm never going to criticize the the transcript because I'm very appreciative of that transcript because that saves me hours of work. It's true. It's very true. Obviously, Jared was speaking to the media, so he's whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's not laid up and in the infirmary. He looked good. Probably uh, just probably just got the wind knocked out of him or a stinger or something. Heard through the grapevine also that Isaac Ukwu will play on Saturday. That there was yeah. no ligament damage or anything that would cause him to to miss Saturday's game. And he came back in, and he's played a lot of snaps. He's been been good. One of the things they've done is that they've played a lot of defensive linemen. I, they have, from a stat standpoint, they've done a hell of a job up front on defense to the point of maybe not getting anywhere near the credit because they don't have that bell cow guy where you go, "Wow, that that's, dude!" That's it's what just it is. dudes. But you know what? They have multiple dudes that are going to get NFL looks. Pegues is going to get a look. Ivy's going to get a look. Cedric, and enough that they don't have to play anybody a ton of snaps. Yeah, Cedric's going to get a look. And then you have these veteran guys like Ukwu, and you have Akilo Stone, who's been a very pleasant surprise. 
I mean, it's still a lot of snaps, but it's not crazy. I mean, the the top snap for a defensive lineman, including rush ends, was 56. Yeah. Still missed 25 snaps on Saturday. Yeah. 70%-ish. Which, in that aforementioned scenario in the fourth quarter, it gives you a chance. Uku played 47. I know he's banged up a little bit. Xavion Harris gave him 42 snaps on Saturday and blocked the kick. Second kick this season he's blocked, by the way. Chris Graves, 41 snaps. By far the most he's gotten this season. Now, he got picked on a little bit. His stats were not very good, but they clearly feel a little more comfortable with him out there, which Walton was dealing with some stuff, too. Yeah. Kind of banged up on Saturday. Well, he got banged up on that big hit in the first quarter. He didn't come back in for a while. That's why Graves played so much. Perkins only played 23. Got lost in that coverage right there and came out for a while after that. I mean, he's still learning. Just... He was playing at Raleigh High School this time last year. Yeah. It's a jump. He's athletic as hell, and he's going to be a star, but there are times that he looks overwhelmed They're, uh, from an assignment standpoint. I hate doing a lot of ratings from Pro Football Focus because I don't think they're worth anything. I think the measurable stats from them are gold, but everything else is kind of meh. But Deshaun Gaddy was the highest-ranked Ole Miss defender on Saturday, or whatever you want to make of that. Yeah. But, I mean, Josh Harris, 17 snaps. Stephon Wynn, 15 snaps. Jamon Gordon, 12 snaps. That's really good blows for guys right there. Yeah. Series, series, series. One, two, three. Gives them something. And then Monty Montgomery has become non-existent. One snap. Yeah. He, yeah. 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 I guess that's the finish of my, my, my thought, is that defensive line is so good and has done such a good job without a ton of linebacker help. That is still by far the weakest part of their defense. You knew it would be. Yeah. And it is. Sistrunk has been better than anyone gave him credit for being. He has. He has played well. Very quietly had a a very valuable He's year. always just sort of in the right place and it's 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 all right. I mean it's like it's like last week. I thought that stat was eye opening that Ole Miss led the SEC in fewest rushing yards allowed until contact. That's another difference, by the way. This time last year, guys had been playing a ton, and they were a little banged up and and didn't have a lot of juice left. It showed, like in Fayetteville and against Mississippi State. They just really couldn't get off the field, couldn't get stops. This year, everybody looks a little fresher. They've played less. I think Stone was banged up, right? Last week? Yeah. I don't know. thought that was correct. That might have been a matchup thing, too. Yeah, Mark and Grind talking about would you take State or Houston? I just can't take Houston over Mississippi State. Give me the SEC program. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. This Big 12 thing, we don't know what their respect level is going to be. We don't know what it's going to mean. I mean, but I guess look, you can if, run some wins up. but If, if I'm a coach, my, my questions are this. Very simple. What are my resources and what are your expectations? What do you want from me? Isn't that a song? What do you want from me? I mean, probably it's probably. a pretty standard phrase. I will assume that it is, in fact, a song. I'd want to know what do you want? You want to just be a consistent, steady program, or you want me to win championships? Because if you want me to win championships, I need to ask about NIL again. Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. Oh, God. Shame on me for remembering that. God. That's scary. Is that on your playlist? No. You run to that yesterday? I did not. Did you? I've gotten where when I run, I, I run to Peloton guided runs. 
Yeah, he told me that. There's something about the the cadence stuff. The person just kind of talking to me and occasionally reminding me about breathing. Mm-hmm. So I I have like three instructors in a rotation that I do. So sometimes I don't really like the music, but I'll deal with the music because I like the instruction. Do you dictate which instructor based off how you're feeling that day, or is it a random yeah. shuffle? No, it's it's kind of who how I'm feeling. Okay. Like if I know I'm going to need some motivation, there's one there's, particular. There's dude. one that I go to. Yeah. Okay. And if I just want to go chill and run and don't want to get taught to too much, I go to him. Okay. There is one '80s run that I kind of like. There's a couple songs in it that drive me crazy, but I've gotten where now I know where that song is on the things I never have to look to see how far I'm in. I know that song's 20 minutes in. I know this song's 40 minutes in. Do you do you skip it or do you let it play? Oh, no, you can't skip it. You oh, you can't. You got to let it go. So you have no, no ability no. to change Once you hit start, you're just you're in. You're in for an hour or 30 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever the case may be. Austin, appreciate that. He said, I listen to you guys when I run. I Look, I, you know I can do that. It doesn't bother me. I don't need beat. But a lot of people cannot run to people just talking. I can't. I've tried. I did try the other day. I had I had like a really informative podcast in my head. Like a doctor was talking about some health stuff that I was trying to listen to. And like it, that was too dry. Like it, that was – even I was like, okay, no. Like I, I, I can't do this right uh-uh. now. I need I need. Some He's music. talking about like cardiac angiograms. Oh, it's no, like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. I, need, I, need, <laughs> I need something. I tried running to a podcast and my, my times were awful. Literally. Literally changed your times? Literally changed my t- – slowed my pace down like 20-something seconds a mile. Did it really? Yeah. Tupelo saying, is Pete Golding back? I don't feel a lot of staff turnover. Will Kerr going to a playoff year? Yeah, I think he's back. I would stun me if Pete's not back next year. I mean, stun me. Yeah, I would be blown away. I've heard of one potential coach leaving, but that's because he had have an opportunity at a head coaching job. Okay. Yeah, I know. I think Pete is more than content to play this one on out for a little while. Oh, at least see how it runs. Yeah, at least another year. I'm good. I mean, look, if they win super big and then something happens and Lane were to leave, I mean, he would be, he'd be in the mix. When, when Lane takes what job? I mean, there aren't that many jobs. That's the thing. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know whether Lane has an NFL itch that he would want to scratch and whether he could get one of those jobs. That's not really the route the NFL is going right now. I mean, I've told you all along, the one job that if it popped up, I would be like, oh, there's one to watch is Miami. But that might have changed over the last two years. I was just baiting you. I know. Well, I, I just don't think there's many places that, I mean, there aren't that many no-brainers for him. Like, where you'd go, okay, yeah, I have to do that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's making $9 million. I probably can get a raise. How many jobs are going to pay you $10 plus million, let you have total autonomy and all that mm-hmm. stuff that he has? I mean, the answer, answer to that is not many. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Tyson Drugs and GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They're in Oxford. You know about MedSync, where they fill prescriptions the same day each month. Take care of you. One phone call. They will transfer all your medication to. They take care of everything after that one call. And if you are a GNM customer, even if you're not, they can help you out. Uh, they know that they have their um, high dose flu shots for patients over 65 in. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients. So they highly recommend the 65 and up patients come get a high dose flu shot from GNM. They also have the RSV vaccine. If you uh, need that as well, they make appointments. It's Getting in and out is super easy with Tyson Drugs or GNM. So just call to schedule. Again, that's 236-2222 in Oxford or 662-252-2321 at Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Uh, Just Get in touch with them at mypinwealth.com. That's M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're planning something for the holidays, you still got time to do something special, create a lifetime of unique memories. Just get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He'll uh, give you some options. You don't have to uh, live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services either. It's 901-494-3387 or uh, J. Edwards at Regency Travel. .net. Um, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, speaking of Christmas parties, is the perfect place to plan your company Christmas party. Fa- fa- fabulous food, craft libations. Let them host your company dinner, your festive party event. Opa can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Genie 601-421-7147. We'll have picks up on Thursday. They're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and recruiting agency connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If uh, your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, service specialists can help. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. So uh, check, get in touch with them. Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138. Or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing 
the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. What he said, what he meant is up at RebelGrove.com. It's brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you are uh, an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify, if you're just wanting to put your career and your life in your own hands, get in touch with Andy at Andy at um, MyPerfectFranchise.net or give him a call at 404-973-9901. Style Assemblies, a woman's boutique on the square, offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, art, and more. Huge selection of gooder sunglasses for men and women. They just launched their new online store. You can shop from anywhere. That's ShopStyleAssembly.com. Click Shop Now. It's free anywhere in the U.S. on orders. Shipping free in the U.S. on orders over $150. The exclusive discount is RG15 on the website between now until the end of the year. To receive 15% off your online purchase. Also, Style Assembly is a corporate sponsor of the Grove, Grove Collective and a member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. They've been, they're going to announce a new collaboration with the Grove Collective soon, so keep your ears open for that. Shop online, shopstyleassembly.com, or stop by the store at 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig. As for Kate, she will personally help you out. Podcast also brought to you by the Omens Athletics Foundation. Season tickets for baseball are currently on sale. That's renewals, that's purchases. There at OleMissTicks.com, single-game football tickets for ULM uh, available there, catching the Rebels at home for the final time this season next week. And then, obviously, basketball tickets, men's and women's, both those teams starting their seasons with victories at the Pavilion yesterday. I almost said Tad Smith Coliseum. At the Pavilion, you can get season tickets or tickets for the Tad Pad game coming up the Friday before ULM against Sam Houston State. All those things, OleMissTicks.com. Basketball last night, Rebels uh, knocking off Alabama State. Tony Madlock back in town for uh, the Hornets, I believe. That's there. correct, the um, Hornets. He was uh, quite frustrated most of the night. He was very energetic. Madlock hitting pads and stuff at times. He was He was coaching he was, very hard. He was coaching very hard. Coaching Look, his guys gave a hell of an effort last night. They did. Night. They played hard. They did. And it was, it was a three-point game, eight minutes left. Ten so minutes it was a left. One point game, about ten minutes left. Yeah, and then Ole Miss went on a run. I never thought Ole Miss was losing the game. Nope. I mean, because it stayed one point, three point, four point, kind of right there forever. Because you looked up at one point, you went, "Hey, I'm not really paying attention to the score, but it's like twenty eight, twenty six right now. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of whatever." Um, well, when you don't shoot well, it's hard. And that's an exposition. It's an exposition. Exhibition. There we go. And an opener where they have shot horrendously. I think Chris get, would agree with that. They're getting good shots. And that's the good news is that their their offense is creating good shots. They're just not making them. It's a very good news, bad news situation, though. But look, if you can't even get the good shots, there's no fixing it. So if you can get the good shots, you figure the shots will eventually start to fall at a better clip. They're going to shoot better than that from the free throw line, for example. They went 12 or was 25, 48%. 12 for 25 at the free throw line. And that was an improvement. They were 38% from the line with about 12 minutes to go. Yeah. Because I was tracking that as the game played out. But I would be willing to wager that they will shoot better than that all season from the free throw line. So the fact that you got to the line that much is a, is a good thing. The fact that you had that many good looks from three is a good thing. Now you just got to make shots. You got to knock shots down. The flip side, I thought they played really well on the defensive end, which is what Chris Beard's calling card is. Yes. And then here was the big thing, not to get sappy and whatever, because look, if you think this team without Brandon Murray and um, Cissé 
Musa Cisse. If you think this team is an NCAA tournament team, I think you're being overly... Uh, you're setting yourself up to be mad about something that's nonsensical. Agreed. Thank you. Now... If they are, you go, oh, weird, hell, of a, hell of a job. Hell of a job. Yeah. Right. But that shouldn't... That shouldn't be your expectation, in my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah, do what sure. you want to do. And and Chris is going to talk about expectations because that's what he believes in doing. And that's fine, too. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with any of it. Whatever. Here's what I, I think you should be encouraged by this. I've covered so many of those games the last three years that were so sleepy. The arena had some life last night. Student section was packed. Now it's the opener. It was. Let's see Detroit Mercy on Friday. Well, Let's it won't see. be anything on Friday. Yeah. You know, but... It's coming. Yeah. And NC State on the 28th. He's reached out to kids. He's got the, he's got the students engaged. They brought the students down on the court after the game, took a picture. They they're making students feel like they're part of the they're program. part of the program because they they need to be. And that's cool. That he gets it. Dude get he, Chris Beard gets it. He gets it. He gets it in so many ways. That guy is a marketing genius. If the coaching thing falls apart, he can go get a job in marketing. He gets it. 100%. It's going to take a minute, but it took a minute at Texas Tech. Everybody forgets that. Everybody's like, he went to the Elite Eight in year two. He did. He didn't go in year one. No, in year one. They went six and 12, I think, in the Big 12. Is that right? I'm not I knew positive, it was something along those lines. But it was not great. They had some downs. 18 and 14, six and 12, seventh in the Big 12. Yeah. The next year, 27 and 10, 11 and seven, Elite Eight. Yeah. And I'm not saying it should be Elite Eight or bust next season at Ole Miss, but but this is going to be a growth thing. It's going to be a a step thing. I think he's going to grow fast, and he believes that a big part of the growth, and I think he's right in college basketball, is getting the fans engaged before the winning. Getting the fans to take ownership before the winning. I think it's really important in college basketball. Fans can impact games in college basketball. It's a beautiful arena. It had some juice to it last night for a Monday night against Alabama State. Last season, that same exact game would not have had juice at all. In no way. At all. No, people were excited. They wanted to see it. They're pulling for him at a pretty deep level. I had a lot of people just mention that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, hey. I mean, I was to the point of like, hey, no, I love like, It's like it's completely. I tell you what it is, and look, Ole Miss hasn't had this in basketball in a while. Maybe, I guess you could say the start of Kermit's second year because he got him in the tournament in year one, but a trust in the program and the coach and the process. Sure. What you were getting from people, even though it was what they're saying is, hey, good hands. It's okay. Yeah. We're finding the positive because it's going to be all right. I think that's more than fair. Like, eh. yeah, I think I think that's legit. Hey, well, Coach Beard said Alabama State's pretty good. So, hey, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was very much a, and they weren't bad. No, at all. Bad. They, 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 they're they, going to be competitive in swag. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Had a couple of good players. Tony's a good coach. Yeah, he's solid. Is that his kid? I, I, I assume. Okay, and he was their good, best player, and he was a good player. Yeah, 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 he was their he was their best player. He played well last night. Alan Flanagan played really well. He did. coaches kids played two best kids on the floor last night. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought Matt Morell played well. He was pressing really hard early because he yeah, shot thirty three percent from the field. But he was. But look, if if I have guys that miss some shots because they're trying too hard, I can live with that. 
7 of 29 from 3 last night. Brakefield had a really bad game. 1 of 10 from the field, 0 for 3 uh, from 3, 1 of 2 from the uh, stripe. Was really trying too hard. Six rebounds. Got to let the game come to him a little bit. Um, Joe and Murray, 2 of 7 from 3. Flanagan, 1 of 2. Morrell, 1 of 8. Caldwell, 2 of 6. Coward, 1 of 3. But all jokes aside, his 1 was a really big 3 when it felt a little iffy there for a minute in the second half. And look, they, his role on that team is effort. Mm-hmm. Give effort. And he does. He gives effort in spades. That's what they're asking of him. They're a little light at point guard right now. But Jalen Murray plays really hard. And you can tell Chris likes him. I, I, I suspect his game will come along. Um, Austin Nunez played about three minutes. Look, looked a little overwhelmed, picked up a couple of fouls. But, but Chris has been very transparent on that, saying that I think the quote is, hey, run your own race. They'll, he'll be ready when he's ready. They think he has a really high upside. That just doesn't, that, But he might not be there right now. Yeah, minute-wise last night from a rotation standpoint, um, they started sharp, obviously. Uh, Brakefield, Murray, Flanagan, and Morrell. Uh, let's see. Sharp, 21 minutes. Brakefield, 27 minutes. Jalen Murray, 32 minutes. Flanagan, 29 minutes. Morrell, 35 minutes. Nunez, 3. Caldwell, 30. Wow. Coward, uh, 18. And Marshall, 4 there toward the end. Yeah. So that was the whatever. And Sharp absolutely does not force shots because he played a ton of minutes and put the ball up twice. Yeah. It's defense and facilitate and just Block. occupy a lot of space. Blocked four shots, impacted other shots. Yeah. I mean, he's a presence now. Yeah. He's that. But they they could use... They, they, could, need, they, they need CSA. They could really use these two guys. I mean, oh, that it's would, a different game. That'd be game. a totally different deal. We would be going, hey. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'd say, well, you got a shot. Because Brandon Murray would be fighting to be their best player. And he would get some point guard minutes. Yeah. And Cisse with Sharp in the middle now. Well, now you, you can, rota- of stuff you can rotate on. those guys. You could even sometimes play them both. I've, I've, I, don't, I think most coaches would play that, play that off the floor. But look, he's a hell of a coach. Got some time. And I think if you look at it from a program standpoint this season and not a season standpoint this season, I think you're going to ultimately be pretty encouraged. Ole Miss women knocking off Queens College 91-44 yesterday uh, in the Kids' Day game. Again, they have Oklahoma at 6 o'clock on Thursday night right. in Oxford at the uh, at the pavilion for that one. Michigan State lost last night. Saw that. Had a top five loss for them. They lost to James Madison. James Madison. Having an athletic year. They are. The Dukes are having a year. JMU, man, locked in. LSU women lost yesterday. Saw that. Got beat by 14 by Colorado. Saw that. Kim Mulkey had kind of warned of that, told everyone we're not going undefeated. A lot of new pieces, and it's pretty scattered right now. Colorado was a Sweet 16 team last year. They were. It's not. I will, I will go ahead and just say that I, I'm not. By March. I'm not ready to write the Tigers off. <laughs> going to be okay. You're not going to put a line through that one and go, no. They probably will have a very productive practice today. Oh, she's going to peel paint off walls today. She probably if you offered her that before the game yesterday, she would have signed. I up. did read through the athletics kind of analysis of it, and she does have some. It's kind of back to lane a little bit. Look, they could easily win the national title because they are so talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're uber talented in so many ways. 
they picked up all these portal people and they don't necessarily fit though. Yeah. They they have some issues from getting five out there and figuring out what to do with them because it doesn't necessarily work from a cohesion standpoint. Well, look, I mean, if you ever watch the NBA at all and you watch teams that are quote star studded, a lot of those teams don't ever figure it out. There's one mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. There's one ball. And the girl from Louisville and Angel Reese want the ball. Yeah, well, and their game is ball dependent. Yeah. And so if the ball sticks, well, if the ball sticks, it's much easier to, to guard it. And suddenly you got four of them who came from other programs, and they were all the guy, the person with the ball. And the ball sticks, and the shot clock runs, and then all of a sudden, you don't have to defend for 30 seconds anymore. you got to defend for seven. Well, it's easier to do. Inside the SEC last night, scrolling through, only one loss in the SEC. That was uh, Georgia. They fell 82-71 to Oregon there okay. in Eugene last night. I know nothing about Oregon whatsoever. No, actually, it was in Vegas. It was a neutral site game oh, in okay. Vegas. Hall of Fame series game. Outside of that, uh, Tennessee dispatches of Tennessee Tech, 80-42. to Arkansas, 93-59 over Alcorn in Fayetteville last night. Texas A&M knocked off Texas A&M Commerce, 78-46. Kentucky, 86-46 over New Mexico State. They are really banged up in the post right now. All of their size is out for one reason or the other. They're a really small team, the Wildcats, for a couple weeks here. I don't know who they play or win. I'm assuming Kansas because they always play Kansas yeah. in the first week or so of the season. Uh, Alabama, 105-73 over Moorhead State. Did you see Grant Nelson's dunk? I'm not. Whew. What did he do? He just beat this guy on the baseline and just soared over two guys and just hammered it home. This kid out of North Dakota that everybody recruited out of the portal. Oh, really? He, he, he's a dude. Okay. Yeah. So Bama's all right? Well, He's all right. I'll tell all you right. that. It was a big-time play. NBA scouts looked at that and went, oh. South Carolina, 82-53 over Upstate. Missouri, 101-79. Pine Bluff. LSU, 106-60 against Valley. And the Florida Gators, 93-73. Loyola out of Maryland. Okay. Not Chicago, not Illinois, but okay. Maryland on uh, on that one. Some chalk. Yeah, what you'd much. expect. Actually, even including the Oregon game. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I would have. Grant oh. Nelson went for 24-7 and seven last night. Yeah, he's, imp- he's impressive. Um I will reiterate what I said yesterday. If you are hoping that Ole Miss gets into the tournament, you need the SEC to win these games. Everybody. All these games. You don't need any bad losses. You need everybody to win. I know that goes against your your instincts. You 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 really need Alabama, Tennessee, Texas A&M, Auburn, Arkansas, Kentucky to win and to win big. And you don't need anybody to suck. <laughs> you don't. You need you need lots of inside the top one hundred net teams. Yeah, because the last thing you need is South Carolina or somebody to be three twelve, and you have to go to Columbia and, and play that lose. game, and it's just and you lose on a play it. Yeah, it's just you you need you need the league to be really good in basketball. It's a totally different deal than the football mentality. I'm not telling people how to cheer. I'm just explaining to you. If you're going to sneak into the tournament, it's going to be on the strength of the SEC. So who's the who's the worst team in the league? South Carolina. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're bad. Okay, like really bad. Is Vanderbilt any better? Yeah, they're better. And and he Jerry's a good coach now. He did a good job last oh, year. Oh, he's a good coach. He did a really good job. He's good. People don't seem to like him very much. No, but, he, but he's good. <laughs> he's pretty hated actually. But this this league's got some coaches in it now. I mean, you're talking about Nate Oates and Chris Beard and Calipari and. There was that Rick Barnes and there Eric was that Musselman. onus to get better, and by God, they did. They did. Everybody. It's a hell of a story, really. 
I mean, look around the league at the people who coach in this league. Shoo. And it's what makes it so hard because you always you have that game where you go, God, I'm tonight's not the night. I got to get up and I'm no. on the road. I need this one, but dude's over there. And you're adding Porter Moser to this thing next year at Oklahoma and Texas is really good. Shoo. Heck of a league. I mean, Frank Martin got fired. He's a good coach. That was a mistake. Frank's not a bad coach. No. But if you're an Ole Miss fan, that's where you should be excited right now is that you've got a coach who absolutely, absolutely is in the top realm of that group, and that's a really strong group of coaches. I mean, Nate Oates is damn good. Rick Barnes is damn good. Eric Musselman is damn good. Those those are uh, Bruce Pearl. I left him out. Bruce Pearl's a beast. Frankly, I'll be honest, Chris Beard kind of gives off some Bruce Pearl vibes. Oh. Just his marketing, his ability to communicate, to reach out, all that stuff that has a lot of that. Well, I mean, look, he could have done a lot of other things, and it's not like he has some huge connection to him. I was talking to Todd Abernathy after that Hall of Fame thing on Thursday night. I was like, hey, what are you doing the rest of the week? He goes, oh, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm going to go watch Ole Miss practice tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he goes, no, I'm not scouting or anything. He's like, I, he goes, I just want to watch Beard run a practice. He mm-hmm. said, I, I he goes, he's one of the best coaches in the country, and I just literally want to see how he does things sure. for two and a half hours. He's like, sure. so they're going to let me come and just kind of monitor what they do. Sure. And I mean, he was like jacked about it. I mean, yeah, was, I get it. If you know what you're looking at, it'd be fun to watch. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> you and I would go, this is a practice. Yeah. What are they doing? But how does it differ in little ways? And then yeah. does the, hey, why don't you do this? What, yeah. what, what's the purpose here? And how do you run that? Th- how, do you, how do you run that through? Which I guess Dusty May has some connections back. I'm trying to run the tree all the way back yeah. up. But anyway, all right. Northeast Spark, Northeast. Uh, let's see. Any SPRC service people across rural communities. Two packages. The Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, print controls, network security, and much more. So you get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced, competing in nationally recognized competitions, and much more. It's also a great venue for events. So uh, get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is right next door to the Oxford campus, offering two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort, whether it's a weekend binge-watching session or hosting the best game day parties. You'll do it in comfort and style, cheering on the Rebels with your friends. The community is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So grab your friends, pick out your favorite floor plan, and reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. 
Text their VIP list today to be the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open. 662 six I'm sorry, six six two three zero zero three seven three three. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, JohnsonHillCreamery.com. They've got their tailgate packages available for the final home game of the year, ULM next week. Go ahead and take care of it. It's eleven AM game again. You're gonna need to get all your ducks in a row beforehand. You just give them a call. Or you go right there to the website, you choose the package you want. Again, they feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on what you need. Those great charcuterie trays, all their cheeses they make locally and in-house all the time. Feta dip, pepper jelly, sandwiches, desserts, crudite, tons of options. There with Johnson Hill Creamery. You pick it up at Chicory Market. You tell them what game, which day you want to pick it up. You can do it Friday or Saturday to be ready for that 11 a.m. kickoff. That is johnsonhillcreamery.com. And podcast also brought to you by Heavenly Sunshine. They've got Christmas on their mind. We're going into the second week of November here. It's time to get those uh, lights up, according to a lot of people already moving in that direction. They're beautiful. They can be a lot of work, so they can take care of the hassle and do the work for you. Full-service installation plan. They install, take down, and store the lights. Commercial-grade LEDs are 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights. Why don't you take care of the gifts? They've been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for over four decades. Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. HeavilySunshine.com, 662-342-1203. So how'd you feel about the news yesterday? You know, it was really interesting the way it came down. We were in the media room. Lane was a little late. Um, We were waiting for him. And David Eckert, who was on our podcast last week, Covers Ole Miss for the Clarion Ledger is a big Mets fan. And so the feeling was it was down to the Mets and Brewers. And I had to look back at For David. Craig Council for anyone oh, catching yeah, up here. And I said, I hope it's the Mets. I want that guy out of the Central so bad. He is. He was currently the Brewers manager. Been the Brewers manager for like nine seasons. Is an absolute pain in the ass. <laughs> Squeezed so many wins out of the Brewers when they shouldn't have won. It was exhausting over the course of seasons waiting for the Brewers to go on a losing streak that didn't ever happen. And all of a sudden, it came out that he was going somewhere that had a manager. And so we're all kind of like contemplating where that would be. Like, And I went and looked at a couple of Cub accounts just to see if anybody was buzzing on something. There was nothing. And then someone said, Neil, did you see this? And I, I said, what? And they said about Craig Council going to the Cubs. And I said, you got to be blanking me. And then I was pretty juiced. I'm going to be honest. Pretty fired up. Okay, was it simply because Council was interested? I mean, no. what level was Ross in danger anyway? I mean, next year was He gonna, did a good job last year. He did a good job. He had a really bad September. I know. They remember November. They remember November, and in baseball, they remember September. And his September was bad. Now, how much that was his fault? I don't I know. He got a lot out of them. He did. But it's that deal when you have an opportunity to go get the best. And with Terry Francona retiring, you can argue that Craig Council's the best manager in baseball. What is a manager worth? I don't know, Chase. Beats me. Here's what excited me about it. Is Craig Council taking that job without the Cubs assuring him that they're going to really dive in? No, it's true. Because if that's the case, might as well stay in Milwaukee. Less pressure. Yeah, he could go to the Mets. He could go to Cleveland. I mean, there they are other, hired. I mean, he could go to a lot of places. I mean, he could have gone to Houston. Could have gone to a lot of places. Oh, yeah. So, for Craig Council. You still want to take in Craig Council. 
So the the story, Sahad of Sharma had the story in, in The Athletic yesterday. And he's the best on the Cubs beat. It's amazing how good he is. He very clearly had gotten the postmortem from – he was out at, in Scottsdale at the general manager's meetings. And either Carter Hawkins, the former Vanderbilt guy who's now the Cubs GM, or Jed Hoyer was his source. That's obvious. Basically, the Cubs waited for his contract to expire on October 31st. And on November the 1st, they just assumed that he would be hired by then somewhere else. And they weren't going to ask the Brewers for permission like the Mets did and let it get public. Mm -mm. Because, duh. And then November 1st rolls around and he's still available. And they're like, well, why don't we make a phone call? At that point, you don't need permission. No, he's a free agent. He has no contract. He's not being paid by anybody. So everyone thought he would go to the Mets or just re-up with the Brewers? Yes. Okay. And so they make the call, and he agrees to come down to Chicago, and they're like, let's keep this just the two of us. Hoyer and him. Hoyer and him, and they met someplace. And supposedly, Where would you meet? <sighs> because like, how- My guess is they met like at Hoyer's home. Okay. Yeah, because come on. You're not I mean, headed they, out to... They said they were nowhere near Wrigley. Yeah. You're not hanging out at one of the pizza joints. I mean, my guess is they met either at a hotel. They flew him in. Had a I mean, car. He drove. You know, I mean, he's oh, that's he true. Was, yeah, he's yeah. less than two hours away. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they didn't have to fly him in. Nobody saw him in an airport. He just drove a car. My guess is he went to a hotel or more likely someone's house. Mm-hmm. And suppose they hit it off and went deep into the night talking and kind of felt like they were had a shot. And then he went and interviewed with the Guardians, which still feels weird to say. He interviewed with the Guardians. And then it kind of got done. Apparently on Saturday it really moved. And on Sunday morning he agreed. And they kept it quiet so that they could go talk to David Ross in person, which could not have been fun. Oh, God. They met with David Ross yesterday morning. and So he gets a call. Hey, Dave, need to holler at you. Hey, Dave, I'm coming down. Got to think it's bad. So you have an opportunity to hire the best manager in baseball. You do it. Did they tell him it's counsel at the time? I would think, because it was getting out. They were calling at the same time that Hoyer was meeting with them. Carter Hawkins was calling Cub players. Oh, really? And uh, supposedly, counsel had begun calling some Brewer players. Oh. What is the etiquette on that? Does the GM at Milwaukee want him calling Brewers players? I mean, they're friends. I, mean, dealt, I get it. You know, you've, you've worked with all these people professionally. You know, what it tells me is that he did not have confidence in where the Brewers were going in this post-Brandon Woodruff, post-Corbin Burns era. And the Cubs must have told him, hey, we're serious. And the Cubs have Hayward's contract is finally off the books. Marcus Stroman opted out of his deal. Kyle Hendricks' deal is up after this season. They, they've got a lot of money available to do things. I don't know. I mean, I was pretty excited about it. Brewer's owner says that uh, he was shocked as anyone, but did not feel betrayed by the manager's departure from Milwaukee. Said he. uh, (laughs) It made me want to go to the convention. (laughs) I won't, but it made me want to for the first time in four years. Said his response when counsel informed him was, "Are you messing with me?" Yeah. We're all here today because we've lost Craig, but I've reflected on this. Craig has lost us, and he's lost our community also. I mean... Sounds like a death at first. Like, my God. What a horrible thing to say. (laughs) 
And it's like, no, he, 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 we might have gotten a glimpse into why he didn't want to stay in Milwaukee. Man. He apparently was very transparent with the Brewers throughout the course of this last season, including in September telling the owner, Mark Anatasio, or however you say his name, that, hey, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to manage next season, but I'm going to manage somewhere else. And the owner said, let's keep that quiet so as we don't disrupt our playoff run. And Council kept his mouth completely closed. It didn't leak at all. Brandon Woodruff, I'm still processing it. I was not expecting the Cubs. But when you dig down a little bit deeper, you kind of get it. Yeah. Woodruff's going to miss next season with an injury. He's not going to be a Brewer. So Brewers had offered Council a package that would have made him the highest man- paid manager in baseball per season and total package. He did not answer whether the Brewers were given the opportunity to match the Cubs' offer. Assuming the answer was no. The answer is no. The Cubs offered $8 million a year. It's a historic number. It's overpaying. Well, it's but Council wanted to reset the market for managers. We'll see whether he did or not. I mean, MLB manager. Who's the guy The the uh, used to be the Arizona State coach? One that got in the fight with Pat Murphy. Pat Murphy's his bench coach, and supposedly he's the leader in the clubhouse to be the Brewers' next manager. But if he doesn't get the Brewers' manager job, he's going to go to Chicago. Oh, really? So if we have some brawls, we're going to be good, good shape. Oh, he was look. He's yeah. Oh, he's a fiery dude now. Fiery dude. Yeah. I told you. I mean, I I I had to stop, put my head down to not laugh that night because he was he was mad at Mike Leake, and he goes, "I really wish I'd had a taser. I'd have just tased him right there on the field." And I went, "Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. got it." Yeah, well, managers are not paid a ton of money. I mean, I think I said I think the stat was last season Mike made five million. I mean, sorry, made more than five different MLB managers. I think that's right. So they'd have been a million and a half or less. Yeah, make you paying him eight eight million. Five-year deal. I mean. Hey. It's got to win. It's like everything else. It's going to be worth it or it's not. I mean, it's time to make the big splash. I get it. You watching any Wimby? I mean, I see the highlights. seen the stuff. I saw he went for 30, whatever he went, he went for. went for 38. It's amazing. NBA, listen. So it's going to be shorter than, I mean, it's not going to take forever. No, NBA's fun right now. It really is. It's there's it's a fun league. There's some fun young teams. Orlando's fun. Oklahoma City's fun. San Antonio's fun. Really young. Super young. But they're like, it's kind of fun to watch Pop sort of experiment. Hey, let's see if this works tonight. If it doesn't, okay, who cares? But that, the other night, they kind of found something that worked and they ran that offense through Wimbanyama for the first time, and it was it was fun. I mean, I'm supposed to hate them, and I was kind of watching going, "This is this is kind of fun." Uh, your Mavericks are playing well. I've noticed that. Yeah, I have caught up, seen the Mavericks. I don't know what their record is now. They were five and one. Last I think I they're noticed. six and one. Okay, Luca's in better shape. I mean, they don't have enough for. Anything. I don't know. Come on. I I like I like the rookie the the uh, the big kid. The West is just get in and figure it out. Get in being the optimal well, word. If you have Luke in a playoff series, you've got a shot in said playoff series. He can win two of them by himself. He can do it by he's proven that. Cuban's pretty overrated as a manager or an owner. Yes. 
I mean, does a lot of good things and profile, but. Warriors look good. Your guys. Yeah, they look good. Uh, the Nuggets look great. I mean, shocked. He's already fourth on the Jokic. Already fourth on the list of uh, NBA all-time triple doubles at 28 years old. Yeah. We'll stat for you there. In the East, incredibly early. Celtics and 76ers, both 5-1 and one to uh, top it. Boston looks amazing. So far, the whole Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Jason Tatum combination thing looks just out of this world. They are averaging plus 15 per game, 15-point 15 wins yeah. per game. Tatum's a terrific player, and and it to this point, Porzingis is playing his role. Then in the West, the Nuggets seven and one, Mavs six and one, Warriors six and two. At this point, your Thunder four and three. Yeah, early on should be five and two. They didn't call the goal ten. They are plus zero point seven from a differential standpoint. Yeah, the Thunder's problem is they're kind of small up front. They're they're fun though. Like Holmgren is a lot of fun. It's not the year. You're- no, no, no. It's not the year. They have lots of assets, though. They're, and Holmgren's going to be a really good player. He's got to get bigger. But there's some people that do the Kevin Garnett vibe with him, the Kevin Garnett comparison, and I buy it. Oh. And Holmgren plays with this edge. You don't. You look at him, and you're like, you see this big, skinny, white kid, and you're like, what? He's, no, no, he, he kind of plays with that. He's got some assassin in him. He's got a mean streak to him that I, I think people don't don't expect. Uh, last thing, I forgot to mention this. I'm, I know we have a lot of students that listen. Some of you were probably at the game last night. Ole Miss plays Eastern Washington on Friday and then Detroit Mercy on Tuesday. To get priority student admission to that Tadpad game, if you're interested in that, you have to attend at least two of the first three games, and they give you basically like a little coin thing at the end. So that is how you get into the Tadpad game from a student standpoint. Uh, I sat on the board last night and forgot to mention that. So that is the uh, the way there. If you are, uh, if you're curious, you think there's going to be Wi Fi in the Tad Pad? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I just I, I don't even know why, but I am so interested in this game to a point that I I can't put into words. Like, you think I, I want to go as media? Are I they going to put us down on the floor again? I haven't been in the tad pad to know what the seating looks like. I don't like know where else you'd put the media like, if you didn't put them on the floor. Where the, are they just hanging scoreboards on the wall? I mean, you're not you're not putting a big video board back up in center court for I one game. Think. I mean, are we doing like a Hoosiers kind of thing here? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> you could do the manual scoreboard. Oh, that'd be fun. Abacus. <laughs> well, people have done it before. I kind of want to. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much money is having to go into this for one game. I don't know. I mean, I guess credit to everybody for saying yes, because it's been easy to go, Chris. Did you see Andy's response to Beard when he invited UAB to come play? Penicillin shots. Yeah, the penicillin shots, because you guys got to pay for the penicillin shots. He goes, I've been in that visitor's locker room. <laughs> Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State is actually the people look up and go, hold on a minute, we're doing what? I mean, I know they agreed to it, obviously, but... Drew says, I hope it doesn't rain that night. Oh, I hope it does rain. <laughs> I will I will really laugh that morning if it's like severe thunderstorms oh, in, the, in, the, in the Oxford area. I will die laughing. Was it Arkansas in town that day and there was like a 45-minute delay because of rain? It's because the vents open, right? It's like blows inside. It, it actually isn't a hole in the roof. It's, it's, it's vents 
blowing water in, right? I don't know. Andy said he you can see the sky. I, I know. They did lose power one night too, like just not the city, like just the arena for some reason. Was that Arkansas? I don't remember who was which. That was funny though. I think the women had a delay or got rain or had a rain issue with Tennessee one night in town. I think that's correct. Yeah, I think that's right. I remember John Calipari one day just was like, this is ridiculous. And he was so right. It really was. And then he was super complimentary of the pavilion. He was. And he was right. But he was right. Yeah. So, Tad Pad game still a few days away. But. <laughs> just the stories with Andy and the kids would come in. Hey, when do I get to see the arena? Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> I mean, we've told this a thousand times. He took them to the high school and told them it was a mall. It was the high school's being constructed. He took them out to the high school and said, they're building a mall. <laughs> Just awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, you play over there, but you practice here. Let's focus yeah. here. Let's do this. I do hope they bring him back and pay homage to his yeah, I think they, I mean, 12 years in the program. Schedule it next year. Do it wherever. If you want to do the tad pad game, great. If you want to put him in the pavilion, great. I don't care. Yeah. Frankly, I'd like to do it in the pavilion. I, I would too. Put people in there. Let's, let's do it. Honor him correctly. Yeah. I mean, I get the sideshow game. Yeah, I get it. Just do that way. So I hope they do that. We'll uh, we'll see. All right. Back to uh, Mara, Rebel Grove, MPW Digital. A lot of stuff coming the rest of the week as uh, Ole Miss and Georgia, 6 o'clock Saturday from Sanford Stadium there in Athens, ESPN for that one. So a lot of guys on the stream. Appreciate everybody the chat, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.